minimalists. <laughs> P.S. Gentlemen, we have one more question. This question is from Paul, just for our Patreon subscribers. By the way, thank you for being a Patreon yes. supporter. We really appreciate it. So Paul asks, what are the first steps to start a business? When should I hire an accountant, an attorney, employees, and other professionals to help me manage my business? You can find out for the low cost of nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> we'll send you our recipe. We're, we're, but, but we're that, starting a new course: how but, to start your business. But isn't it funny though how people do fall into that trap, mm. where they 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 worry so much about having the right tools to start. Yeah, and it's like you really don't need anything but yourself to like really start getting at it. I think I think and maybe since you're an attorney, you, you can talk about this. But that's. In many ways, we, we put the cart before the, the horse. It's mm-hmm. like, when should I have the perfect logo? Right. And when should I have, you know, the, do I do LLC versus S-Corp and all these other things? What yeah. you first need to do is maybe help people solve some problems. Exactly, right? yeah. And then maybe that eventually becomes a business. It does, yeah. And, and look, unless you're doing some sort of service where you could have a problem, right? don't worry about the legal structure just yet. There, sole proprietor is a thing that kind of just happens. Mm-hmm. And the problem is you don't have a corporate veil to protect you, which is fine unless you're like a barber and someone slips on your floor. Then you want insurance. You want to make right. sure you have a corporate structure. But if you're just working from home, solving something for people, you don't really have to worry about that. Get an accountant at the end of the year to help you save on taxes and sure. things like that. But you don't need to have an attorney, an accountant, and have all this corporate structure stuff set up and then spend 10 grand and then be like, cool, now I can start doing business. Right. Start making money first mm-hmm. yeah. and then do the essentially the minimum that you need to do to get that going. And look, you can always wrap a corporate structure and transfer assets to a new one. So if you just want to spend 99 bucks on like legal zoom or whatever it costs to get a corporate entity together and then do business under that and open a bank account, fine. Then later on, you're like, wow, making all this money, there's got to be a way for me to save on taxes. Then you can start going, Oh, I really needed an S corp, then give some equity to these employees and then dot, dot, dot accountant. Don't let this be the hangup that stops you from doing business in the first place Absolutely. because you do, you don't have enough money to hire this person. That is such a trap. I, th- yeah. I think maybe maybe the the answer is hire them when you need them, not when you think you you need them. Yeah, dude. If we started our, the minimalist and we were like, oh, we we need to figure out before we even put up that first blog post, we need to figure <laughs> out we need to figure out we need to figure out who who our uh, entertainment lawyer is. Right. I need it's a holding actually, company for the intellectual property, bro. You haven't written anything, right, well, dude. but we're gonna. Right. It's so, uh, do we even have an entertainment lawyer? Do, do, do we finally sign one on yet? Well, yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah. So, so, so okay. I, so I mean, eight I, years later, we finally need an entertainment lawyer. Yeah. If we would have, if we would have hammered all that out eight years ago, would not have done us any better than than us just right. doing it now when we need it. Right. And, and I think the same goes with there are some basic functions that you can take off your plate when you can afford it. Having a bookkeeper is is nice. Having having people on board that you can offload some of the work to is great if you can afford to do it. But those shouldn't be, as you said earlier during the, the, the main episode, those shouldn't be the bottleneck. Right. Yeah, so, so I think that when you're starting a business, the business really starts with the idea. It's yeah. not a, you can have all the elements in place. You can have the recipe. You have the accountant. You have the bookkeeper. I have my S-Corp. And, but you don't <laughs> have a product. We can't blog post yet. We don't have an entertainment lawyer. So I teach, <laughs> I, I teach a, a writing class uh, online, and um, I have so many students who are like, I'm afraid. How do, I, how do I work out the copyright? I'm afraid people are going to, to steal my intellectual property. You should I'm, be so lucky. Yeah, I'm right. like, oh, you <laughs> yeah. think people are going to share your writing? 
That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, 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 hopefully it comes to that. But right now, people don't really care about what you're writing, right? Yeah. It, it's this weird sort of paradox that, that we get into that I have to teach the writing students is your writing is simultaneously less interesting than you think it is. Yeah. But also potentially more interesting than you think it is like there is something there there's some gold amongst the mountain of sediment mm -hmm. and i think that is what we have to find that's how we identify the starting of the business what is the gold that you have and right now you're worried about all of this sediment how how can i have the perfect structure well the perfect structure doesn't matter if you're not helping people solve their problems additionally with intellectual property copyright attaches and again i'm not your lawyers consult a lawyer whatever <laughs> copyright attaches no matter what. If you guys and I create something right now, we have a common law copyright on it. It's not registered with whoever. It's not. We don't have an ISBN number, but we have some rights in that, especially if we publish yeah. it online. We can prove that we came up with it first. The other problem, so that's good. The yeah. problem that you have is we can go, all right, we're hiring Skadden. It's a $25,000 retainer. They're going to handle all this copyright for us. And then some schmo goes and steals it. It's going to cost us $350,000 to enforce that. So yeah. we're not doing that anyway. So not only do you not really need to register or protect IP that strongly unless you've got a patent or something like that, mm -hmm. even if you did, you need a lot of money to enforce it. That's why when you file a trademark, it's like, oh, you should have this filed in the European Union. Why? So that if some schmo in Italy steals it, I get to pay 300 grand to then go enforce that in Europe? Not going to happen. Steal away. Yeah, right? Yeah, the yeah. point is, it, that it, people, when they start businesses, they, they think, this is valuable. You're valuable. You're, what you're doing is valuable. Mm. The logo that your friend came up with, eh. The mm. IP, the structure that you have, eh, not mm. really. The service, the deliverable is what's valuable, and that's what you can't steal that. Well, yeah, and, uh, amen. It's the Derek Silvers thing again, when, when he talks about in, in anything you want, where like in a, uh, you know, good idea is worth a dollar, a great idea is worth $10, a outstanding idea is worth $100, but then the execution side of things, those are multipliers. Yeah. And yeah. How, can you, how, how can you actually take action on the idea? That's going to, even if you have a, uh, a mediocre idea, well executed, is infinitely more valuable than an outstanding idea that you do nothing with. Yeah, if you Absolutely. Need, if you need an example of this, look, the Jordan Harbinger show, I get around 4 million downloads a month. Do you think I invented interviewing hell no <laughs> right am i was i the first person who's like get, get this guys yeah. i'm gonna have people come in and talk to them and i'm gonna ask them a bunch of questions and i'm gonna publish it and they're mm. like you're a genius no <laughs> that's been going on for a long time people sign up for whatever it is that's specific to me and that interview that interviewee that's why the, sh the show gets the downloads that's why you guys have it no no one's like man if we could only find two other guys that would talk about having less stuff we'd crush right. these minimalist guys <laughs> it's not that's not the, that's not the the sauce well, so it, true it, man it, that's the fascinating thing when we first started the minimalists.com i think we knew of like four other minimalists that were inspirational to us like leo babalta turns out there are like tens of thousands of other minimalist blogs right <laughs> it, but when we started it, it wasn't that like this idea hadn't been done before in fact it's been done way before it was called minimalism go back to stoicism you go back to every major world religion you go back to henry david thoreau or emerson or fight club you know whatever you, you've got you you have these ideas the thing that makes it different is you mm. and so paul your business you are what 
yeah. makes your business unique. Otherwise, you're just copying someone else's stuff. Eventually, those things will fall in, into place. Do the the minimum necessary. There's going to be whether it's insurance that you need, whether it is uh, a license. Like if you are a barber, of course you need to have. Yeah, a, you should have that. In it, place. It, yeah. Probably, but even then, like I, I remember growing up where I grew up, um, you know, Mike would just cut everyone's hair in his kitchen. And he, yeah, in the he, garage. Yeah, he, he had one setting. It was clippers, and it was shaving people's heads. Right. And and that was it. I guarantee you, Mike did not uh, did not have a, a license to cut people's hair. Right. No, definitely and, not. And so, even then, it doesn't have to be a barrier. It, would it be smart for him to have a license? Yes. And have insurance? Yes. Uh, having the, the the necessities in place to protect yourself. But even then, if you got all those things but didn't cut people's hair, it would be useless. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Paul, step number one to your business is figure out how you are going to consistently add value. If you can figure that out, uh, yes, everything else will fall into place as it as it unfolds. Beautiful. Jordan, thank you for being with us today. Appreciate Thanks it. Brother. Appreciate Always it. Fun. The Minimalists. <laughs>